Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin a new broadcast day. It's Thursday. That's one day before Friday, in case you hadn't figured that out. And I'm in a good mood, um, which is always a good thing. always a good thing now there's so much to talk about today i can't even i don't even know where to start but i'm gonna try let's start with this were you at the gun hearings last night because if you were i'd love to hear your impressions or if you even watch them online you know these three bills, 2000, House Bill 2005, 2006, 2007. What were your impressions about how people testified? Did it make an impact? Would love to get your impressions about that. Also, detransitioning. Epoch Times has a story about a detransitioned teen girl. You know, who had um, all kinds of transgender, gender-affirming care. Because we have a bill like that, right, that was heard in the Oregon legislature. Anyway, this girl sues Kaiser Permanente over the gender transition gone wrong. Now, that follows on with another story by Walt Heyer. It's in The Federalist. It's entitled, The Sex Change I Had 40 Years Ago Was a Scam and Not Medicine. Hey, Phil, check your chat, okay? Please. And um, Walt Heyer is often referred to by Becky, uh, Rebecca, who calls this show. Because he has a website about... 40 years ago, he had this very painful experience of having a sex change. And he says, the sex change, this is the, the headline of this Federalist Star, the sex change I had 40 years ago was a scam and it was not medicine. It's a very interesting article. But there's more, folks. It, it, like I said, I got so much that it is hard. It's going to be hard to get through it today. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Gun. If you were at any of the hearings or if you watched them last night on the gun bills, what were your impressions? Would love to get your sense of that. 503-589-1220. Again, is that power of Buick GMC Talk Gun? Or shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. By the way, um, we're going to try to get Army and Gary to come back to the uh, a week from this coming Monday to the next political coffee clutch meeting 
at um, at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill to ha- have Army specifically discuss how the mRNA vaccines are in fact changing your DNA. And again, what you can do about it. But I got to thank uh, Greg for uh, <laughs> this picture. Picture says a thousand words. Well, he passes on to me this this tweet. It says, "End it's by end wokeness," and all it says is, "Lord help us." On the left is a picture of Putin and Xi. You know, shaking hands and their wonderful summit. And then on the right of that, it has Biden's guy who is the, I don't know, Surgeon General. The guy that's dressed in a skirt who identifies as a woman standing next to the utterly incompetent way over her head spokeswoman of the Biden regime KJP who is lesbian and married to her lesbian lover holding together a um, LGBTQ sign Lord help us yes Lord help us indeed Lord help us indeed let me ask you a question If you had a poll, poll that's been running for 54 years, and actually prior to this article, I didn't even know this poll existed. I want you to listen to this. A poll that has been running for 54 years that is widely respected across party lines, ideological lines, This poll deals with K through 12 education specifically. The 54th annual PDK poll found something that should be on the radar screen of every parent who cares about their children in school the safety of their children in school. And it should be used, it should be on the radar screen of every stupid Republican, either candidate, legislator, or consultant. And why do I say the term stupid? I'm not referring to all of them, okay? Understand that. But I'm being very judgmental here, having been a four-time, actually five-time candidate for the Oregon House of Representatives, having won four of those, the fifth one I dropped out after I'd won the primary, because I decided to pursue radio and listen to my wife for a change. I know a little bit about this, folks. As a consultant, I've lost one race and one race only, okay? All the others I've run, run, I have won. I know a little bit about polling. I know a little bit about what moves people emotionally, 
moves their heart, what moves their thinking. When I say stupid, I mean the candidates, their consultants, or the legislators who think they have to sound like a Democrat to get elected, who are afraid of their own shadow, who are afraid to stand up for things like the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and speak it powerfully and passionately. Because this poll, folks, is something that would get every one of them elected. It is profound. And yet, the woke, afraid, cowering Republican leadership in the House and the Senate in Oregon, the woke, afraid, cowering leadership of many of our local Republican parties and on the national level. Again, not everybody, but some. They don't get it. Let me tell you as a consultant, if you have an issue that cuts across party lines, ideological lines, with massive numbers, maybe you ought to be talking about that. Maybe you ought to make it a center point of your campaign. Because you want to win? Elections matter, folks. Elections matter. That's why we're going to keep talking about it. The other side knows it. That's why they're more than happy when our political consultants want to talk about jobs in the economy. Want to talk about education and more money for education. Want to talk about these stupid four Republican senators in the House who voted for $200 million for homelessness that does nothing, virtually nothing, to address the problem. They voted for $200 million. By the way, how it passed the House. You know, that's what they're talking about, because it's me too, me too. I want to go along with the crowd. I want to be happy. I want to say happy talk. I want to make it look like I'm actually trying to do something that's nice and kind and good. Rather than take an issue like this, the PDK poll, and I want you to listen to me right now. The PDK poll of the public attitudes towards the public schools, that is the official name of it, has been running for 54 years. The 2022 poll, you know what it found? It found that an astonishing 80% of adults supported having armed police officers on duty when classes are in season. And the support for cops in the schools is even higher amongst parents. 82%. The author of this article in the Oregon Catalyst is Dr. Michael Bratland. He's a dentist down in Eugene, where the knee-jerk reaction after the, you know, Black Lives Matter Antifa protests, the knee-jerk reaction, let's pull all the cops out of our schools because they're racist, even if they're black cops, even if they're Hispanic cops, they're still racist. 82% 
of parents. Now, think about this. Think about it. You want to talk about an issue that cuts across Republican, Democrat, independent, liberal, moderates? All of those people in this poll approved of having cops in schools. This is a powerful story, and yet, what do we hear from Republicans when they're running? Let's put more jobs. Let's, let's put incentives out there for jobs. I care about the environment, too. Let's take care of the homeless problem. And they miss an incredibly winning issue. I'm sorry if I get a little passionate about this, but too bad. Maybe we need a little more passion in politics. I'm careful when I'm counseling people in their testimony and that type of thing. And you should be careful, too, if you're trying to persuade someone. So do you think you could use this as a persuasive argument with someone? You could say something like this. And don't do it too passionately. Don't do it the way I did it. You could say something like, wow, the most respected poll on education that's been going for 54 years shows that 82% of parents want cops in schools. Maybe we ought to say something about that uh, Salem-Kaiser. It's stunning. Oh, there's more. And I'm just getting started. It's 620 back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. You send me an email. I will try to read it uh, on the air. Uh, Ronnie, by the way, had sent me his testimony to all three bills yesterday. And that's what we're talking about today in addition to this issue. An 82% issue. That the other side can't talk about. What what I mean the other side? Well, the Democrats, the liberals, the progressives, the communists, your opponent when you're running for the legislature or the school board, 82% of parents want cops in the schools. The left can't say that. They can't go there. I learned a long time ago in politics, especially as a candidate, if you want to get elected for anything, doesn't matter what it is. Could be, could be school board, county commission, city council, fire board, water board, soil district board. Doesn't matter. Certainly the state house. You have to show yourself 
very different from your opponent. Quit doing me too, me too, me too. I'm sorry. It don't fly. Except if you're a rhino moderate Republican consultant who thinks that groups like Oregon Firearms Federation are just too extreme. The fringe. The language of the left. Republicans talk like that. Yes. Republican consultants talk like that. People who direct Republican funders' money to campaigns talk like they think like that. I'm sorry. They're idiots. And they don't get it. And they have no business being in that business, in my opinion. When you have an 82% issue and they don't use it, or they don't use it prominently, because that's the other problem. Anyway, I, I'm getting a little off track here, folks. I'm a little passionate about this because I'm sick and tired of losing elections. It's hard enough to get elected, number one, and then to have it stolen. There is a story. Where is this? Oh, um, by the way, uh, Arizona Supreme Court sent an essential part of Carrie Lake's election lawsuit back to the trial court not all of it but a really important piece did but speaking of elections there's a new newly discovered election system that's being used in multiple states i don't know if it's being used in oregon maybe anna from oregon people's vote or others can tell us this is being used it's internet connected it's uncertified which means it's illegal and it's accessible to numerous government agencies and outside entities. It's an election system. You know what it's called? Service. S-E-R-V-I-S. And it's used, they found it in New Mexico, being used by all 33 New Mexico counties. It's under the control of the Secretary of State, and it's used to create the official election Results. It's uncertified software, folks, and it violates state and federal law. Don't know if it's being used in Oregon. Wouldn't surprise me. Would you? Elections matter. So if you're going to try to get elected, why don't you use an issue that is absolutely going to get you elected? Because anytime, folks, you have 80% numbers, they're huge. Huge beyond all huge thank you Denise for your email the don't be sorry Jeff be loud and proud your passion is resonating thank you it's nice of you to say that I appreciate it I look I try not to be overly dramatic here folks but there are some things Folks, all these crazy decisions about transgenderism, about gun bills, about climate change, all of this insanity, homelessness, just throw money at it. All of this stuff that we don't like is happening because of an election or elections. It's one thing to have them stolen from you because you have secret systems that are being used that are illegal. It's one thing, I mean, you can't even see inside the machines. It's one thing to have that. It's another thing to have 
candidates who don't know any better. And, I, and I, you know, I was a candidate once, too. I didn't know any better. I believed what the consultants told me. I believe what these so-called professionals that I relied on told me. And they're wrong. You better use what's right. You got an issue that's 80%. You can't get any righter than that, folks. Now, Northwest Observer, by the way, and as highly critical as I am of Republican leadership in the House and the Senate here in Oregon, and I am, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. A broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, so the leadership has figured out that maybe, maybe they ought to uncover a little corruption. They're calling for the governor to appoint an independent special counsel, legal counsel, an independent investigation, an outside counsel to look into a couple of things, not just the OLCC's um, benefiting by taking this special alcohol for themselves. But how about the OLCC getting special treatment from the Public Lands Advisory Commission that allowed the price tag for the new warehouse to rise 133%? How many ways can you say kick back illegally? It ought to be investigated. Good for them. Back to Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Here's what we're talking about today on Political Coffee. If you had an 80% issue, literally, that from a very well-respected poll, long-running poll having to do with education, if you had an 80% issue, why wouldn't you use that powerfully as a central piece in your election? Or why wouldn't you use that in persuasive conversations with persuadable people? You should, shouldn't you? Well, it's out there. We're talking about that. It's a PDK poll. It's been in existence for 54 years. Last year, they found that 82% of parents polled wanted cops in their schools with their kids. The other side can't talk about that because they're all in on removing cops. If you want to, this issue, folks, way cuts across Republican, Democrat, ideological lines. You know why? It's just common sense, isn't it? Parents love their kids. They want their kids to be safe at school and they want cops to keep their kids safe at school. And it ain't just from some idiot 18-year-old kid or a 21-year-old kid who comes on campus with a gun and shoots a bunch of people. It's from the bullies. It's from the knives. And no clear example of this in the Colorado shooting yesterday in Colorado. This woke school district, like Salem-Kaiser, pulled the cops out of their schools. 
So they had staff members, not cops, but staff members patting down a sub suspect, suspect student. Student pulls out a gun and shoots the two staffers. Probably wouldn't happen that had a cop there doing it, would it? Wokeness. You get an 82% issue. Shouldn't you be using that in conversations with people? Shouldn't you be using it in campaigns? Also, if you were at the hearings last night in the Oregon legislature regarding two House bills, 2005, 2006, 2007, Okay. What did you hear? What were your impressions? I want to hear from you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I did ask Anna. She just um, texted me or sent me an email about this new service that apparently they've discovered being used in illegally in New Mexico and other states called Servis, S-E-R-V-I-S. It's an election software. It isn't certified. Doesn't meet the certification of state or federal law. Anyway, she's, she writes, I have not heard about this particular service. Dr. Clements will be asked about this on April 2nd. Dr. David Clements is going to be here Sunday night, April 2nd, at the River Church in the chapel, not in the main auditorium, but in the chapel. If you want to come hear him, give his presentation from A to Z, what happens? How does the fraud happen from the moment you register to vote right until your so-called vote is recorded? You want to come to this thing. April 2nd, it's a Sunday night, at the River Church, in the chapel, there's only room for 110 people, so you better come early. Dr. Clements will be there. He works very closely with Dr. Frank. He works very closely with Mike Lindell. He is a professor and a lawyer. He's no lightweight, folks. It's called the Greater Magistrates Tour. It's free. There is going to be a so-called love offering to help him pay for his expenses. Nobody's paying for this. Mike Lindell's not paying for this. When Dr. Frank comes here, he's, Mike Lindell's not paying for it either. They're doing this full time. Let's help them out. Let's come in here what they have to say and then let's share it with other people. Um, by the way, speaking of elections and elections that matter, the George Soros-funded Multnomah County DA. You'll love this headline. You want to talk about the fox guarding in the hen house? You want to talk about corruption, absolute power, corrupts absolutely? You want to talk about that? Listen to this headline in the Fish Wrap, the Oregonian newspaper. A $200,000 investigation paid for by Multnomah County DA finds no evidence of discrimination by the Multnomah County DA. Let me say that again. A $200,000 investigation by the Multnomah County DA exonerated himself. Found no discrimination. 
talk about laughable. This is the kind of thing that you can mock because it is. It totally defies logic and reasoning. Jeez. Now, I'm not big on mocking people anymore, but the left has used it as a tactic very successfully. Now, when we do it with groups like, say, Libs of TikTok, which mocks the left's ideas, it does have an impact. It's, it's the unseemly part of human nature, I have to say that. I mean, it really is. I don't like it. Because as a man of faith, do unto others you would have them do unto you. I don't want people mocking me, so I shouldn't mock other people. But I will tell you that there, you have to talk about this stuff that is not commonsensical. This stuff that is ludicrous and everybody knows is ludicrous. This is why, and again, I give kudos. I'm not a fan of the leadership of the House or the Senate in Oregon. You guys know that. But I got to tell you, they did it right. They're calling for a special counsel. This is the Northwest Observer story. I'll have it on the show plan today which will be on my Getter page. It'll be on the kslm.news podcast page under Political Coffee, where you can listen to this entire show and you can download it. And it'll be on my Telegram page. It'll be on the Political Coffee Clatch page, okay? Legislative leaders are urging an independent council to investigate the OLCC for the probably highly corrupt backdoor payment scheme as to how that the Public Lands Advisory Commission got special treatment or gave special treatment to the OLCC because the price tag for that new land to build this ridiculously expensive warehouse, the price tag for the land grew by 133%. How could that be? Look in the back door. Look for corruption. That's why you need an independent council. Elections matter. That's why we care about elections. That's why we keep talking about it. So the DA, the Multnomah County, finds that he's innocent of any charges brought against him by a former DA that worked under him. No evidence of discrimination. Laughable. Mockable. There's a story today, Peter Wong in the Oregon Capital Insider, about the three gun bills last night. If you were at the hearing, I would love to hear from you. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. By the way, talk about laughable. Portland's mayor is complaining that his mass tent camps the six of them that he's going to sit for all the homeless people, his answer to the homeless, let's put them all in mass tents. It's not eligible 
for any of the $200 million that the state just passed, including with some stupid Republican votes, that the state just passed. $200 million of your money to do virtually nothing to deal with the root causes. But yeah, let's, let's house them. And he's complaining that it's not eligible for Metro Homelessness Fund. So what does he decide to do? Well, there's another story today. He decides that, well, we're going, this is another Oregonian story, we're going to um, call them, they're no longer going to be tents, but we're going to feature sleeping pods, not tents, so we can qualify for all this money. This man is pathetic beyond pathetic. He needs a lot of prayer. He needs a lumbotomy to put a brain in his head. Because apparently he doesn't have one. Art texts me. Says, Jeff, police presence in schools helps curtail gang activity for this reason alone. There needs to be a presence. Amen. When I come back, a kudos to Clackamas County Commissioners for reversing another really bad decision they made. A Republican Clackamas County Commission. Good for them. When we come back, don't go away at 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Hey, got to remind you, uh, you know, it, it looks like we may have snow. Maybe some snow rain mix here over the next two or three days. And, you know, if your heating system is not keeping up Just bite the bullet. If you're miserable or just uncomfortable, call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll get out to your home or your business or your apartment right away. And they'll get it fixed for it. One of the many things they do best, and you can see all the great things they do that benefit you if you go to their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Or give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. 503-580-1456. So, um, Chair Tootie Smith of the Clackamas County Commission, which is now four to one Republican over Democrat. Now, I used to serve with Tootie. She's been a longtime friend. She abruptly, this is the Willamette Week story. She abruptly reverses her vote to approve the purchase of the Quality Inn Hotel for a homeless shelter. She convened an emergency meeting the Clackamas County Commissioners Wednesday morning, yesterday morning, and she reversed her vote as part of Project Turnkey and aided by funding from the Oregon Community Foundation. They originally approved this $15.2 million purchase of a 100-room Quality Inn Clackamas Motel on Southeast Sunnyside Road as a transitional shelter, the article says. But she changed her mind 
She said, quote, in the story, after much deliberation and heartfelt consideration, listening to about everybody in Clackamas County that's possible decided to change my vote on Project Turnkey. It will not proceed. The no vote now changes to three and the motion failed. It will not go forward. We've heard from the public they need to be engaged, that they need more time. Now you have it. You see, it only passed by three to two to begin with. Okay? Now, translation with all of this, she got inundated by people like maybe you, maybe me, who stand up, who she heard a lot of people saying, we don't like this idea of spending $15 million to put homeless people in a hotel. And let them trash the thing. Look at how most homeless people live. Most of them are drug addicts. Look at how they live. Look at the trash all around them. Look at the crime. Why would you want to spend $15 million of taxpayer money to buy a physical asset that gets trashed? That's what she heard. I'll guarantee you that's what she heard. Now, she hasn't said that, but come on. Good for her. Now, of course, Sophie Peel, who is the Willamette Week lefty reporter here, had to ding Lori Chavez Dreamer because it says, quote, from the story, Smith's calendar, Tootie Smith's calendar, shows she had a phone call with U.S. Rep. Lori Chavez Dreamer at 8 a.m. on Wednesday, though it's unclear what that phone call concerned yet. You got to make it sound like Lori Chavez Dreamer told Tootie Smith, you kill that thing now. No, she never said any such thing. But you know, when you're a leftist rag like the Willamette Week, you got to always go after the Republican. Tootie said she will hold a series of summits on homelessness to bring together faith and business leaders as well as members of the community to discuss Project Turnkey, among other remedies for homelessness. You know, there are some very great policies out there for homelessness, and they work. Go back to the mayor of Coronado, California. Coronado Island, where the Navy SEALs train. Yeah, he had it right. It's either shape up or ship out. Just like the homeless guy interviewed the other day here in Portland who said he was from Montana, that Montana leaders gave him the choice of you're going to leave our state and we're going to buy you a one-way bus ticket to Seattle, to San Francisco, or Portland. Where do you want to go? And the guy said, I want to go to Portland. So they bought him a one-way ticket from Montana to Portland, Oregon. That's what. You know what? My advice to the Clackamas County Commissioners, how about the Marion County Commissioners? If you don't want homelessness, then give them the choice to go get help and make sure they get it because the help's out there. Mental health or drug health because most of them are drug addicts, folks. They come to Oregon to just check out and get high with no consequences because the people legalized Measure 110. They come here for drugs. 
in the and people's lives are being destroyed because of it. Anyway, if you're a Marion County Commissioner, you're a Clackamas County Commissioner, do what the mayor of Coronado said. You either get help or we're shipping you out of here. That's what you ought to do. Uh, also, you ought to call Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, if you're thinking about doing any kind of a remodeling project inside your home. He specializes in bathrooms and kitchen remodels. Now, you can do other stuff, too. But check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Dale sent me an email about the testimony in the invited testimony only yesterday afternoon. Not the other testimony that happened in the evening yesterday. He says, Jeff, I watched the invited testimony yesterday morning, those for and against the gun bills. The gun-hating, arrogant, prima donna Floyd Prozansky with his girly ponytail testified for the bills. The woman from the NRA testified against the bills, stating that 2007 is the same bill New Jersey passed, but the federal judge shot it down. These Democrats will try to pass these anyway. Yes, they will, Dale. This is why you have to be engaged, friends. You've got to be engaged. If you don't, you're going to lose your liberty. You're going to lose it all, folks. I know I covered a lot today. I know I was maybe a little over-the-top passionate. Join us in the war room today at the Ike Box from 8 to 3. If you want to learn how to use these issues effectively in public testimony, like against these gun bills, against this gender-affirming bill, House Bill 2002, which is the subject of two stories we talked about today. If you want to learn how to do that effectively, come and join us today in the war room, the Oregon Citizens Lobby War Room, starting at 8 a.m. I'll be there today. State Senator Dan Bonham from Hood River and the Dalles is going to be joining us today, I think around 9.15 or 9.30. So come and join us today. Come early. Don't come late. You'll miss it. You want to hear what's going on inside the legislature. You want to ask him questions about any of these things. State Senator Dan Bonham is going to be with us today in the war room. It's the Ike Box at Chemeketa and Cottage Street, right next to the brand new YMCA. We're in the Bay Room behind the stage on the first floor. See you then, folks. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. You get to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about, not what's on my plate. See you tomorrow.